Hello, and welcome to another episode of How Are You Holding Up, a mental health podcast by the depressed for the depressed. I'm Chris. And I'm Lindsay. And Lindsay, I'd like to ask you, how are you holding up? I'm doing great. Um, look at me going through not having depression for a while here. Yeah, we are literally recording this like 20 minutes after we recorded last week's episode. Yeah, you know what? We've uh, we the reason why we explained in the last episode. If you are just joining us for the first time, um, but yeah, I'm doing well. Excited for my VO setup. I know our little tagline is uh, "by the depressed for the depressed." So when Chris and I are not depressed, we always feel this odd sense of guilt and uh, imposter syndrome. <laughs> A little bit, yeah. I mean, ultimately, I'm I'm happy to not be completely and totally destitute emotionally every week, but at the same time i still feel as a sort of valid source of information at this point i don't know no, i it's just something been... that it's kind of runs as a small program in the back of my mind anyway i, I experience it here and there but i also exactly. hope that this <laughs> i also hope that uh, our listeners are happy for us when we're not um that that harkens back to toxic relationships me being used to people not being happy for me when i'm doing well <laughs> and how about you chris how are you yeah. holding up I'm doing good, though probably by the time this recording gets released, I will be unconscious or dead or possibly just very, very exhausted. I will have spent a week getting, uh, I guess, quote unquote, vacation in <laughs> in Georgia, and then I will have spent 25 hours playing video games for charity, so... We will see. I believe in you. <laughs> I believe in me too. I believe that this 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 won't end horribly. And that I won't vanish into the ether like so much ghost. That's right. Speaking of which, happy Halloween. We hope you enjoyed it. And uh, this yes. brings us to our topic of ghosting. Yes, a topic that uh, if you'd have asked us five or six or seven, maybe even ten years ago, we would have had no idea what you were talking about. Yes. Um, uh, the reason I chose this topic besides that it's perfectly in themed with the uh, October, November time um, is because I've experienced a lot of pain and misery from being ghosted. And yeah. um, I think I was, I was doing a lot more online dating than Chris. So he hasn't experienced quite as much. I don't believe as I have, um, but we're going to go through the different types of ghosting and um, maybe shed some light on it because there's a lot of research. It was really interesting for me to see how much research there was being done on this because so many people are experiencing it. It's kind of this horrible phenomenon that started happening once we got iPhones in 07 and started getting all that happy social media. Yeah. How's that for some shit? <laughs> it's It's so amazing. Yeah, the uh, U.S. Center of Disease and Prevention survey in 2017 found that 8.3 million adults have depression or anxiety, and they were doing that survey uh, because of ghosting, and they were trying to figure out how many people were being affected, not just like, oh, man, bummer, this guy stopped talking to me or this chick stopped talking to me, but like, oh, this was devastating for me and is a leading yeah. cause in issues <laughs> for mental health. Ghosters. Yeah, ghosters. 
You bastards. But uh, there are different types of ghosting. And I think that all of us who have depression have probably ghosted someone that we didn't mean to. You can ghost your friends, your family, and not just new people that you're romantic about online or um, just starting to date. And it can happen to people in long-term relationships, which is horrible. Yes, which is horrible and bizarre, honestly. If, you, if you've if you ever experienced someone that you were, you know, being intimate with, being in a relationship with, and suddenly they just kind of vanish on you, and you, uh, you'll have plenty of questions. First and foremost, probably being, why? <laughs> why? Yeah, I think all of us um, always ask that question of, you know, what did I do? Am, am I not worthy of their affection? Did I say something wrong? Oh my gosh, I probably said something wrong. You know, that kind of thing. Um, but w- through our research, our very scientific research, by the way, we are not professionals. Um, yes. <laughs> but we found that it's found mostly in um, avoidant personalities um and it's it's interesting because we started as we dug deeper we found that there are four different types of attach is attachment theory mm-hmm. and um there's the secure who are autonomous uh avoidant those are the types of people who are reluctant to get really close to anyone um mm-hmm. they have you know trust and dependency issues there's the anxious and then there's this the disorganized um attachment theories so the ones who usually are the ones who wow the ones the ones um who (laughs) ghost are the avoidant because conflict yeah nobody wants to deal with somebody asking but why when you could just go all right later what was what's your experience in ghosting so my experience in ghosting was kind of coupled uh there were uh there was a a long distance relationship that I was in at one point. This was many, many years ago. And things were going well until one day they were not. And uh, it was just like, oh, well, okay. I felt really weird about it for quite a while. What happened? Uh, was it just like suddenly you stopped talking or what? Suddenly, suddenly she just vanished. She had another life to live, I guess. And I never really heard. Uh, I know she didn't die because she still had a social media presence, which is one of the more interesting things that you can do at that point is like, you can see that somebody who has ghosted you is still out there. They're still doing things. They become a ghost of your past. And, and it's, it it, kind of hurts because it feels like they just don't even want to take the time to, I don't know give a proper goodbye, give proper closure. Yeah, it's fucked up. And see, that's that's <laughs> one of the things that, I mean, yeah, it's, that's, that's exactly what it is. Uh, it's one of the things that I personally have tried not to do, but I know that I have done it at least yep. once. Yeah, no, it's it's a bummer. Yeah, but uh, it, uh, Lindsay, your experiences on ghosting, though, you've said, you've uh, you've done more online dating than I have, so definitely you've had more experience in that in that domain. Yeah, I think. Do you do you remember the first time? Oh God, the first time. No, first I don't time. remember the first time. I I think 
No, I don't remember the first time, but I know that um, a lot of it was the way I found out what ghosting was, was I looked it up online of this person literally stopped talking to the, to me after we were dating for a few months. And it was like, have you been ghosted? <laughs> Thanks, Google. <laughs> um, so that's what I kind of and it, just where I realized there's this phenomenon of people not taking responsibility for what they were getting themselves involved with with another person. And I don't know. I don't think I have ever personally ghosted anyone that I was really romantically involved in. I know that I stopped talking to some people who got like creepy online. I don't know if you would consider that, you know, ghosting. Um, The, the, probably the most painful one for me was somebody I was talking to. Well, there were two. There was someone that I was seeing I had met him online and we were, we had dated a couple times in person and it was going really well. And I was so excited. I was just, you know, and then you can tell suddenly it goes from them texting you all the time and you feel so great all the time. And like they're, they're messaging you right back and you share things and they have, you know, and you're feeling really good to suddenly you're hearing less from them. You start getting a little bit anxious about it. And then suddenly one day you don't hear from them at all. And that's when I start being, starting act, asking people advice, like, well, do, do I, should I message him back? Like I was the last one to message him. Do I, you know, mm-hmm. and then you start feeling like you're playing this game where you don't, and it's just so anxiety written. Like my stomach would be in knots. I would be sweaty. I wouldn't be able to be fully present in the now with whoever I was with because my brain was being taken up by this other unhappy circumstance um the second time that i can remember that's that was really really painful for me um and so confusing i remember going to therapy about it was i was in a probably incredibly unhealthy relationship online Mm -hmm. and uh we talked every day for hours like eight hours a day i mean it was crazy uh on the phone you know, we'd have video chats and stuff. The danger with online dating where you're long distance is you really don't know who they are. And you can say that all you want, but if you really click with someone and you're talking to them all the time and you see them in video and you, you know, to hear their voice, like you start to think that you kind of have a grip on this person. And it was about, I don't even know how long it was long enough for us to get a rhythm in. And, and, And he would give me crap about like, Hey, you know, I called you and I missed your phone, but you didn't like say why you missed the phone call. And, you know, my response would be like, oh, shoot, sorry. Like I was, you know, because the time difference was really big. So we were trying to always keep in contact. And he's like, please just let me know. Like if we can't talk, just let me know. So I tried to be really thoughtful of his feelings. And then one day I didn't hear back and I didn't get a phone call ever again from him. I didn't hear from him. It was a week. I didn't hear anything. And then I got a very long message, which was actually kind of amazing because I didn't think I was going to get anything. And it was just like, I've decided that we can't be together anymore. So at least there was some closure with that. But um, that whole just just disappearing, not even like, hey, by the way, I'm going to go kind of dark here. I need to think about some things. But that requires emotional intelligence and maturity. And those are some things that are hard. It's hard to do that. It's hard to be aware of yourself enough. It's hard to, it's hard to really like once you've from both sides, if you're not clear and expressive and know what you want, you're either wasting somebody's time, possibly your own, or 
you just haven't figured out exactly what you want. Which is already kind of difficult to figure out in and of itself. I can think of the last time uh, that I was I was having kind of a elongated conversation. I had gone on some dates with this girl, and things felt like they were going decently. There were a couple of moments where I was like, "Uh oh, I feel I feel myself slipping back into old habits," and so I. I hit a point where I had tried to kind of just back away gently and eventually I just kind of went dark and I felt really shit about it because at that point, like I had already made it kind of clear. I, I had gone forward and been like, Hey, I don't think I'm going to be available for a little bit. This isn't really working for me. There's a lot of weird shit going on. Yeah. And I hit that point where I was like, I don't know if this is ghosting or if this is me backing away slowly. Yeah, some self-preservation because it wasn't maybe healthy. Yeah, definitely. Definitely that. Because I I felt myself going down some paths of just like, this feels way too comfortable and familiar. That means it's bad. Oh man, <laughs> oh, that's hard. It's I I think it it's probably considered ghosting if you don't have like a formal goodbye. But at yeah. least you didn't just go dark without saying anything. No, I was very much like backing up and just being like, "Yeah, sorry, I can't talk. I I gotta. I can't really. Can't really. I'm gonna be busy, so you might not hear from me." And I yeah. feel shit that I didn't just go like, "Hey, no, d- d- no." <laughs> Just leave me alone. Yeah. I mean, if you're trying to understand why you were ghosted, mm-hmm. um, I mean, there's so many different reasons, but I think some of the main things we were looking at was, first of all, because of the society we're living in now, there's not a lot of accountability. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of like self-pleasure seeking happening in our society and it's, it, you know, it's easy to stop talking. So a lot of ghosters, this is some data collected, uh, a lot of <laughs> ghosters fear rejection. Um, they don't want to be ghosted themselves. Yes. So they think, they, oh, if yeah. I don't, if I, if I ghost first, then they can't ghost me. Ha <laughs> ha. Take that <laughs> happiness. <laughs> um, they're probably not great with communication. Let's face it. If you just stop talking to someone and you're like, I don't know, my feelings are happening right now, then you might not be the best communicator. Um, yeah, there's, uh, yeah. And also the hand in hand with that, I think are healthy role models of what a healthy relationship looks like and how easy is it to end any kind of relationship? And it's more difficult to be like, to take full responsibility for something online, I think, especially if you maybe are a little immature. It's just a thought. Yeah. yeah, there's definitely a point where if you are not capable of communicating your thoughts, your feelings, what you want out of a relationship, and all of that good, good shit, um, don't. Just don't be in a relationship. You're not there yet. It's okay. Yeah, you don't have to force might... yourself to be ready for it. I mean, yeah, they might also have narcissistic tendencies, though. There's that where they just don't. There care. is also that. There's <laughs> absolutely also that. And this is a really screwed up one. 
let's say everything's going really well. You actually can't think of one single reason why they would ghost you. And yet here you are in the position that you've been ghosted and you feel terrible. Some people sabotage their happiness. They don't feel so, like they're deserving for love. And so they ghost because they're so scared of how good it's going. Isn't that fun? <laughs> so <laughs> that is that is quite literally half of my experience <laughs> is I I almost always feel like, oh, no, things are going well. Time to fuck up. <laughs> but I, I've, I have successfully stopped myself from fucking up more times than I have fucked things up. So. Good for you. Hey, we're all going to make mistakes and it happens to all of us. And that leads us to when you're the one that ghosts. Um, I was really interested in an article I ran across and it was about a woman who said, um, sometimes my depression leads me to ghosting you or when my depression leads me to ghosting you. And I kind of skimmed over it. And I think it's something that we've all done to a certain extent when you just are out of spoons yeah, and you just don't have any more energy. Um, you leave someone on red. You left, yeah, leave someone on red. And um, were you just like, I, I know that I do that a lot with my mom, uh, specifically, and certain friends that aren't in my close, close circle. Is and a lot of it's times it's a mistake. I don't mean to not respond in the moment, but sometimes it's just too much. And I, and I don't know, I'm over, I get over uh, stimulated and I can't think of a clear response. And so instead of responding, I go disassociate. Or I go do off something else. And, yeah. and then, you know, two days have gone by and I haven't responded to this person. And, and then I feel guilty. And it's a really unhealthy cycle. Yeah. So I know that I've ghosted. And and there are times when you should ghost. Um, sure. It's okay to ghost people when they're being toxic, when mm-hmm. it's scary, when um, – I had to do it to a very close family member who was extremely emotionally abusive. One day I just stopped talking to them and it's been a few years now, (laughs) but it just came to a point where I was like, I can't handle this anymore. I'm just done. I'm done having any communication with you at all. Um, That bullshit. No. And I think that's the thing is a lot of people who are in toxic relationships, especially romantic ones, they feel like, they need to have a big breakup. There needs to be a talk. There needs to be, but sometimes it's healthier and safer if you ghost, if you just disappear. Because if you're in a physically or really mentally abusive relationship, having a sit down talk with them, it does. It's not gonna. It's not gonna go well. It's it's gonna be really, really, really bad. Yeah, I can attest to that. If anything, if you've ever found yourself in a situation where someone is potentially violent or anything like that, you want to do that kind of, and you don't want to just vanish, you go to a public place and you do it there. That's a good way of doing it, yeah. Yeah, or you have friends, you have somebody nearby, either way. But the best idea by far, definitely, just get out, leave. Don't look back. Someone's going to treat you like shit. They don't deserve to be treated like anything. So if let's go back to being, if you've been ghosted by someone that you really liked and you were in a, you know, you thought you were in a happy relationship and you're having those thoughts Mm -hmm. that we all have of why, why did I, why did this happen? Um, I think something that I, you know, it sucks to be told because you already probably know, but it's, um, 
it says more about them than it says about you. Yeah. If someone ghosts you, you really don't know what's going on with them. And it could be any number of things, but either way, this, the fact remains that they are no longer in your life and they chose that. Yeah. Um, and that's not your fault. No, no, not at all. If you are, if you are at all in that kind of situation, one of the, the, the best things that you could do is to, if anything, don't try not to dwell on it. Know that, you know, there, there are a lot of things that could go on in people's lives. You have to focus on what's going on in yours. So and if it's, get yourself yeah, and if it's in. making you uh, doubt your own self-worth and own self-confidence and self-love, how did you let yourself get to that point? Do you maybe not, you know, are you maybe not as strong on that point as you thought? Are you maybe not as healthy emotionally as you thought? Because I know for me, when I would get ghosted, I mean, it would really wreck me. It would really, my whole world would just feel, it, would, it sounds dramatic, but it did because I had hinged so much of my self-worth and love on if this person cared about me. Yeah. And so when you give somebody that much power, I mean, it's just the worst because then they, if they leave, if there's a fight, if there's a whatever, like you fall apart. So that's a good, so maybe it's an opportunity to just kind of look at what you could do for yourself to get yourself in a place where if you get ghosted again, it will hurt, but it will be okay. Yes. You will get through. And it, and it's, you know, let's face it, ghosting sucks, but it shouldn't wreck your world. No, no. I mean, if you can help it, try not to let your self-worth be dictated by someone else's thoughts on you. Like that's, yes. that's a good takeaway. Y- you yeah. deserve way better than that. And maybe when you look back, you'll be able to see some red flags that you ignored. Yeah. Uh, I know that for me, there were plenty of times where I was like, wow, this is not great about them, but it's okay. Cause we're having fun and they really like me. And that's probably just a one time situation, you know? Um, oh yeah. Oh, that they they crossed my boundary right there. I told them no, and they they did it anyway. But you know what? They're really cool here and here, and that's fine. And then they ghost you, and you feel like, wow, not only did this person ghost me, but I made allowances for them, and they mm-hmm. kind of like messed me up, and then they disappeared. I know that's happened to some of my really good friends as well. They've dealt with it. Yeah. And and I think another thing to think of also is, did you have a part in the ghosting? Were you? toxic at a certain point did you maybe was there a reason that they ghosted you not like to hurt yourself not put yourself down but just if you can kind of take a step away and see well maybe I was extremely clingy and I messaged them constantly and and then I gave them shit when they didn't message me right back maybe they ghosted me because it was too much why am I acting that way and what can I do to heal that for the future no that's a great point It, it it goes back to that self-inventory that we all should do every so often of just making sure hey how are we doing how are we feeling how are we behaving are there any things that i notice about myself that could be improved upon it it, we should all be doing that yeah i mean self-growth is so important and and liberating and you can you're able to do so much more and experience so much more joy when you start getting control of an understanding of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So 
Ghosting sucks. Ghosting You'll sucks, be- and we're sorry that if you're going through it, it really blows. Yeah, but you're going to be all right. There's definitely someone out there who's not going to ghost you. Yes. And that person deserves you, and you deserve them. Aww. Yay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think that's... That wraps that up, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe so. So thank you all for listening. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Instagram at Hey Who Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter. We have that also. I never advertise it, but we do have a Twitter. I think it just posts the podcast episodes going live. So that's a thing. Uh, we also have a subreddit. We also have a Patreon if you want to support us directly. We will have amazing gifts for you there. And of course, if you want to send us something directly, mail mailbag at howareyouholdingup.com. We love to hear from you, even if it is just a, hey guys, love listening to you and a thank you because we never know. <laughs> Unless we hear from you, we really don't know. <laughs> yes, which you could also uh, rate and rate us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. We love to hear from you. If and and if whatever you're going through, we're always just a message away. You know, we got your back. So, as always, don't, don't tell, tell us, us to just, just get, get over, over it. it. <laughs>